Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Welcome back to Saudi Radio's Business Matters with me, Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, at the tender age of 17, Breda McCaig joined the Reserve Defence Forces and that experience has enabled her to become a transformational specialist and to benefit her clients. Breda joins us now to tell us more. So, Breda, what initially attracted you to the Reserve Defence Forces? <laughs> I don't know whether I was, I was very smart or crazy, Carl, but at 17, I had no aspirations in a military career in any sense, and I didn't have any background or family in it. Um, and I literally was asked a question of another 17-year-old girl who had discovered that girls were being allowed into this Reserve Defence Forces, and should we go? And I was sold on it when I heard that girls hadn't been allowed into it before, and it was great crack. So talk to us about the life skills that you picked up during your time there. Yeah, so I ended up 20 years in it and found I absolutely loved it, uh, to my own surprise. So the message in there for a lot of people I coach is say yes to the things that scare you is the first thing, because you never know where they're going to bring you. In the Reserve Defence Forces, I ended up learning how to be a leader. They coached me. They taught me how to coach others. They taught me how to motivate myself, be disciplined, and they taught me how to help others learn how to motivate themselves. And of course, most people are in fear of the unknown. So how do they change that mindset? Yeah, so it's a brilliant question. And it's one of the pieces that we need to raise awareness of in the world. For people to be able to see their own fears is amazing. So most of us have fear of judgment. So what will people think? What will they say? And this one's too big for a booth. Or who does he think he is? And a lot of that keeps people from trying those things that are out of their comfort zone. Then we have fear of failure. So we won't do it well or we wouldn't be able to do it. When in fact, if you look back at your own track record, everything that you took on to do that initially scared you, you did it really, really well. Fear of change. Humans don't like uncertainty. If you study the hierarchy of needs, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you'll find humans like certainty. We like familiar. We like the same thing all the time. But unfortunately, if we want to get the best out of the one life we have, then we've got to push ourselves out of those comfort zones. And Breda, tell me about what you learned to the Defence Forces about leadership. Oh, everything. So I used to be fascinated at how some leaders could get everybody motivated they would run through walls for them and other leaders couldn't. And what I started studying then was servant leadership. I went into banks then and I I ran a corporate career in tandem with my military 20 years. So I could see leadership in the corporate space plus the military space. And I was able to analyze how they are all doing different things and what was working in terms of human behavior and how, you know, people were able to motivate big groups of people. Um, I learned about servant leadership. And so anybody interested listening to this today in leadership should have a look at some of the articles online around servant leadership. If you want people to do anything for you and to give you their best and be at their best and for them to get as much out of it as possible, then your job as a leader is to become that servant leader. And that means you take care of your people. You help them with vision. You help them with clarity around that vision. You support them on their way to delivering some of that mission and vision. But your job is to be behind them, taking care of them, minding them, making sure they're on the right path. That is how you do leadership well. 
And talk to me about when you had that eureka moment to then put all of that expertise and knowledge and skill into the form of a coaching business. What happened to me, Carl, was I couldn't help myself. I got to the point where I knew too much. I could see too much. And I just decided, you know what? There's a quote, I'm sure you've seen it before, become the change you want to see. And so I got to a place in in my life that I could see how this whole human behavior thing was working. I'd been in so many of the different organizations myself and felt it, you know, lived through it, stepped in those shoes. So I started coaching people. It was kind of spilling out of me. On LinkedIn, I was writing articles and I was sharing articles. And and somebody started to, you know, come to me, random people, to see what I do talks for their business. And that's what happened. So my passion overtook my day job and I became a motivational speaker and coach. And then talk to me about how you got involved in that global foundation called the Lean In Movement. So Lean In Foundation is based in San Francisco. It was founded by Sheryl Sandberg. She was the COO of Facebook. And the purpose of the Lean In Foundation is to help women achieve their ambitions, whatever they may be. I got involved in that because there were very few women in the army. And I ended up being minority quite often. And also, I did encounter gender bias. So I understood how people in a position of privilege can often not realize that their gender bias is you know, making life diff- very difficult for people of a minority group. Um, and then I had led some of the female-led networks in some of the corporates that I had joined to try and see could I help and scale some of the female mentoring that I could see needed to start in those corporate environments. And then I found Lean In. I was looking for a concept, really, to see could I scale female mentoring across a bank that I worked in at the time. Discovered there was no Lean In in the south of Ireland. There was one in Northern Ireland, started by a woman called Nuala Murphy. And so we set up one in Dublin. And what I got out of the Lean In Foundation was not only skill and experience in setting up events, running events, doing talks, but also an absolute new boardroom, a personal boardroom of fabulous professional women who had my back, who supported me and encouraged me. They also taught me how women can be each other's greatest allies and they inspired the hell out of me. So talk to us about the concept that actually underpins Lean In. So it's all about peer mentoring. And what I've learned, whether we're in corporate organisations or as community groups or social groups, we can all choose to be a mentor to each other because everybody has a bit of a skill in them and it really just starts with encouraging other people. So Lean In is all about peer mentoring. So I get women and men into different groups and I I help them set agendas of different areas to work on, whether that's discipline, whether that's a skill that they want to learn, i.e. they like public speaking or being more confident or being more visible. So how to get out of comfort zones, really, um, and how to, to push yourself in your career, get yourself out of those comfort zones we talked about earlier, manage your own fears and really see what you can do with that one life you had. And of course, this week, Breda, we're celebrating International Women's Day on the programme. What does it mean to you? It means everything. One of the reasons that I got a chance at becoming my unit's first female officer back in the Reserve Defence Forces was because of the likes of International Women's Day. So there is pressure in the world that everybody in the world tries to see can they work towards helping gender equality. Because of that, 
the, the reserve defences back in the day when there were no female officers recognised they needed some. And I therefore got encouragement, coaching and mentoring. Now, if that pressure hadn't have been coming from top down, those opportunities might never have come my way. I may not have learned what I've learned. And therefore, lots of people would never have had coached, you know, coaching from me. They've never had a talk to me and so on. So it's important. A lot of people don't understand International Women's Day because they think the whole thing is a bit of a fuss. Unfortunately, I understand it from a whole different level. And I, I can see the positive difference it makes in the world. Women themselves need more encouragement. They need more coaching. They need more opportunities. They need to be, you know, getting seats at the tables where decisions are being made so that corporates and different organisations get the best of diversity of thought. As a woman, what female has inspired you most over the years and why? Plenty of them in the lean-in sort of environment. And I think that's because the women that are attracted to that are progressive Plus, they are confident. Plus, they are successful, but they know how hard it has been for them compared to the male counterparts. So there's a woman in Belfast at the moment called Dorcas Crawford. She's at the moment president of our lane in Dublin. She's definitely one of my inspirers. The other lady, Nuala Murphy in Belfast, who's running Diversity Mark, is one of them. And I've had brilliant women down through my corporate career as well who were really stepping out of comfort zones, breaking moulds all over the place. And because they'd done that, I got inspired. So I see it as my sort of duty now in the world to pass that on. And Brida, if we look five years down the road from here, what changes would you like to have seen take place for women in business? I would love to see not just more women in senior roles in all our organisations, whether that's public or private, but also more women being promoted up through the pipelines in organisations. Because every organisation I go into, and I'm in a lot of them, what you find is there's usually a big intake of 50-50 gender balance at the lower ranks, the more junior ranks. Then with a lot of work, they can manage to get some of them into let's say like 30% or 40% or even 50% in some cases at senior levels. But their pipeline is always tricky. There's a few issues in there like women in STEM. And we're back to, you know, in schools and in homes in Ireland. Are girls being encouraged to be scientists? Are they being encouraged to do IT roles? Are they being encouraged to do army roles? So there's a whole lot of old conditioning, I think, is going to have to work its way out through our generations before women are actually positioned for success. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Breda McCaig, Transformational Specialist, and I'd like to thank Breda for her contribution to this morning's show. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.